This episode is brought to you by Houston Lucky of Keller Williams Realty. If you're looking for that dream home or that dream piece of property here in the beautiful state of Alabama, email him at HoustonLucky at KW.com for the rest of his contact info. And also, what's family if they don't believe in you? So thanks to Cantley Pittman, my brother, for sponsoring us. And last but not least, thank you to the Frosty Mug, a local staple, a local legend. Some of the best burgers, fries, and onion rings, and milkshakes around. Go check them out. Enjoy a view of the Warrior River. Enjoy their food. And most of all, keep supporting local businesses. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for believing in us. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. We hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to Pass the Jar. I'm your host, Drake Pittman. And I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. Shane, it's it's the season. Tis the season, my boy. If we could sing, we'd put out a number right yeah, now. Yeah, no, ain't enough auto-tune <clears throat> on this thing. No, I don't know how to do auto-tune. No, no. The best thing about this season, though, to me, mm-hmm. are treats. Treats? Treats. Well, that was Halloween. You missed that. That was, that was a couple weeks no, ago. No, there's some good treats. During this season, you talking about some sweet treats. Sweet you're treats. Talking about some some candy canes and some, mm. some uh, not so much candy covers. canes. Not a candy cane guy. Nah. Wow. Well, Starburst makes some and they're fire. All right. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. I'll, I'll, I'll eat a traditional candy cane if I if somebody hands me a little bit. Of them. Those are the best ones. The Those are pocket the, size yeah. ones. Yeah. You, make you a, pop that whole thing in there. You make a little shank. Like out shank. Of it. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Now, you you piss me off at work. Guess you gotta what? be careful Boop. with the big ones. You regret bringing because you can get cane. some real sharp shank action with the big hey, ones. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, folks, we do have a guest in the house today, and we don't condone shanking people with candy canes. No, yeah, don't shank. Or you. that might be the best way to get them in the holiday spirit. Just injecting them with a candy cane. <laughs> Anyways, our guest has brought us treats several times. Mm-hmm. Her significant other has been on the podcast before. It's Jess Martin. The one where Jess bakes. You've seen us rate her apples. That, what was it? Chocolate peanut butter covered apple with cream cheese though. in the middle of it? Yeah. Oh, so yeah I, I haven't done those since, I don't think. Really? Those are a lot. Those I are a bet. lot. Those are a lot. Those I require bet. a lot of work. I had the strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. The strawberry. Had the strawberry wafer. So good. Oh, cream She's cheese. She's talented. Yeah. Just cream cheese. But she's also the person that loves Christmas the most out of anybody I know. <laughs> <clears throat> like we had to, we had to have her for this yeah, episode absolutely. because we have one episode left and we're done for the year. Merry Christmas! But Jess, welcome. Thanks, Thanks. for joining. Glad to be here. Oh, are you? I am. Okay. There's eggnog. There's treats. I'm wearing my Christmas shirt. We're good. Anybody? I, bring- do, I do want to throw this little <clears throat> caveat out there, Bill Murray, if you're listening. Lawsuit coming on the Murray Christmas. You stole my hashtag and made it a Netflix special. I'm still salty about it. <laughs> you missed your moment on that, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I kept it like amongst us and on my Facebook. You can't do that. You yeah. got to put it out to the world. I put it on Facebook, but like, you know. <laughs> you got to open up your yeah. Facebook world. That's yeah. a fact. That's <clears throat> a fact. You really missed out on that one. I mean, I still, I mean, that's. You can't be mad at Bill. That's mine. That's my thing. 
Now, you have to have hit a little copy right sign every time you hashtag it now. I did have several people when I was in the Air Force like convinced that for about a weekend, Bill Murray was my uncle because I just convinced <laughs> him my aunt got drunk with him in New Orleans and they ended up married. So Live did, your did truth. Did you just say yeah. New Orleans? Yeah. Okay. Thought I was New hick. Orleans. Sorry. New Orleans. Mm. I like New Orleans is the Cajun way of saying it. Yeah. I thought it was New Orleans. Well. Well, that's Creole. Yeah, okay. you got Cajun and Creole, and okay. then the French way of saying it. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't even. No, not. Even I just like trying. the way you enunciated it, and I can appreciate that, and it's okay. I do that sometimes. Yeah, you do talk right every once in a while. It's kind of our side job. <laughs> <laughs> you got to talk. Anyway, Jess. Um, <clears throat> first off, like I said, welcome. Glad you're here. Christmas episode. Christmas episode. You bet. You've made us goods for Smashly. Uh, you we reviewed yours. Mm-hmm. You've got a little side hustle going on too. I do have a side hustle. So what's that called? The one where Jess bakes. Um, when I created that name, I was watching Friends, <coughs> which is it happens a lot. Uh, not very creative, but um, I was kind of at that point gearing towards maybe doing it as more than a side hustle. But I think with a full time job, it's just got to be a I do it when I can and. And that's it. But it's what I love to do. It's my stress reliever. So I think that makes it even there. better. It's kind of a it, rarity. Well, it does. And also, I don't have to spend hours and hours a day making stuff I don't like. Because I thought about that. Like, Bad. I don't love cupcakes. I don't love super, super sweet stuff. Like, I like shortbread cookies. And mm-hmm. give me an Oreo and I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, speaking of, have y'all had those white chocolate covered Oreos no. that I have recently so, seen in store? Seems too sweet. Boy, oh Dude, my God. Do you not make those around the holidays? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, nobody's ever did. made you a covered. Listen, I'm, what I'm saying is now they're being mass produced and you can get them. Whenever in you advance, want. It just yeah, you don't have to right. wait for your aunt to bring right. a Ziploc bag. Kind of like the knockoff Girl Scout cookies that you can get for like a dollar fifty now. You don't have to wait for the spring to. There you go. It just w- it wouldn't feel right though. Yeah, well, that I'm would telling you, the things are hitting. That melted almond bark is just different when it's homemade. It is. That's fair. Look at you knowing almond bark. Everybody does it. Y'all get the I haystacks. Like it. Hmm? Haystacks. Are we mm-hmm. on haystacks? Yeah. Oh, I started doing cookie butter haystacks. Ooh. That sounds phenomenal. Cookie butter is a game changer. Is, did you bring us some of those tonight? I did not. Okay. I haven't okay. made those yet. I have to be careful because when that stuff gets made, it goes fast. <laughs> yeah. It goes really? real fast. So what kind of got you into the baking? Like where it was like one day where you like, hmm, I'm pretty good at this. I should start doing it for other people. I baked with my great grandmother mm-hmm. growing up. Um, That's pretty much our bonding thing. And then um, I would bake a little bit in school and high school, but I mean, at that point, I just didn't really know that you could do a whole lot more than take a box of cake mix and then a jar of the frosting and put it on a, you know, like a sheet. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then a few years ago, I started making Christmas treats for people. Yeah, and I would thank just, you for yeah, that. Pretzels and stuff like that. And I just, I started watching a lot of Food Network. Like, <laughs> I watch a lot of Food Network. During the thing that we don't mention on this podcast anymore. What? Or the C word. Yeah, the C word. Last 2020. Oh, no, we don't talk about Okay, that. yeah, we don't talk about that. Well, this was before that. But, oh, okay. But that did that did up it. Um, that's when I probably started trying things that I probably shouldn't have tried that I should have <laughs> left alone. Um, but now it's just, it's fun. I like being in the kitchen. I like cooking, too. Um, yeah. I mean, I cook all the time. I did a, 
a roast chicken today. Or, I'm sorry, this week I did a roast beef today. So I'm sorry. Quick. I'm not laughing at you. No, it's okay. But it is me. the Christmas season, and my <laughs> wife just sent me this picture, so I'm going to show it to y'all, and then I'll explain it. <laughs> and it's my son. I know it's Beckham. Butt oh. naked, facing the tree, just butt Beckham. shining. If you wonder what Christmas your tree, Christmas card needed to be, that's it. That's, right that's it. it. Oh yeah. Like God just, just handed it to yep. you on a silver platter. I'm throwing a I'm throwing a good Murray Christmas Photoshop down on that, oh, and that's getting God. sent everywhere. I'm leaving just, you my yeah. address before yep. I leave because <laughs> I want that Christmas card. 100. percent That will be. I'm probably just gonna leave them like at the post office. Just a stack of like 250 and just be like, hey, just slip this in every mailbox you hit today. Put yeah. flyers up there all over <laughs> all over downtown Jasper. Yep. That's so, awesome. So you started watching a lot of Food Network and got creative. I just got creative. I think there's two kinds of bakers. I think there's bakers that are super perfectionist and they have to follow a recipe to a T. And then there's the ones that just like, hey, let's see what happens. I'm Freelance. definitely the latter. Yeah. Um, I get in trouble a lot because I'm terrible at following a recipe. I (laughs) always feel like I can tweak it a little bit. Most of the time it works out well. Sometimes it doesn't work out well. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Bacon's about taking chances though, right? It is. It's also sciencey. It's super sciencey. Like you don't think that it is, but like trying to figure out the right measurements of things to make something do what you want Mm -hmm. it to do. You get too much flour, too much sugar. And you find out what it does when you do it. And then like you have it. to go back in and tweak it. Tweak and I it. think that's really cool. Yeah. Have so. you made things go boom yet? We had like an explosion? <sighs> I've not had an explosion. I've had some things really fall apart. I've had, well, I've had some explosions before. <laughs> um, I will say my, my little hoodie I'm wearing, I was thinking about it when I put it on. I was using a gas stove for the first time and wasn't thinking <laughs> about there's fire, so oh, yeah. you can see how short my uh, my little strings are. Oh. They caught on fire. Nice. <laughs> Hardcore at work one day. Wasn't your hair though? It wasn't my hair. My hair was back, so you know that was that was good. But it was <laughs> it was not fun explaining to a lot of people why um, the office smelled like burnt fabric. Right. <laughs> oh no. So what uh what was kind of like the basic thing you started off with? Where it was like you know what I've perfected this. Now it's time to go. I think cakes. I think cakes. um, And kind of figuring out how to dress up a box of cake mix or make it your own. And I love making cookies. That's probably. Are we talking single single layer or are you you out here stacking? I've just started successfully stacking recently. Like I did a wedding cake a month or two ago. I've lost years off my life on that cake. I was going to say, it had to be stressful. Um, Oh, when we, so I transferred it. We had to drive it to Birmingham. Oh. So I, when we transferred it, I did it layer by layer. I didn't, I didn't put it together Mm -hmm. yet. They were buckled individually (laughs) in the back of the truck. So, um, yeah, that's, that's hard. It's a lot harder than they make it look on TV. It is not easy. Yeah. I watched that show Cake Boss for like, Uh um, every single episode and I got like really confident in myself. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy like five boxes of cakes and I'm about to make one dope ass, like three layer cake. Absolute disaster. (laughs) I mean, just so bad. Bought like a big thing of Rice Krispie, like the Mm -hmm. big pan thing. So I was like. I know this is what he uses to like structure it. <laughs> so here we go. I still don't understand fondant. Oh I no, I don't. Will. I don't like fondant at all. Yeah. Um, I 
pretty much tell people if they want a cake like that, I will recommend them Kelly Rigsby or Michelle or anybody in town that does it. Yeah. I've got a friend, Heather, that can do it way better than me. I just, it's too much. It seems stressful. And it that's doesn't the artsy taste part. good. No. It doesn't taste yeah. good. It tastes like plastic. And that's my problem <clears throat> with it. I just, if I'm going to make something, it's going to taste good or right. I'm not going to give it to somebody. So I just, I, like I said, there's other people. That's their thing. I'm more than happy to send that recommendation out there, but I'm not touching bond. So what exactly is it made out of? It's sugar water, but like paste. And there's, I don't even know what the paste is. Now I've had marzipan before. <clears throat> yeah. And it's better. Um, yeah. cause it's more like an almond paste. So there's actual flavor. Okay. Um, but no, I don't, I don't do fondant. Like I don't like super overly sweet things. You it's, not good. <clears throat> it's not, it, that's just, Asking for people a crash. Love it. People love it. Like, I will make something and give it to somebody and be like, oh, I think I got it too sweet. And they're like, no, it could oh, be sweeter. Yeah. And I'm like, are you growing chest hair under there? Like, <laughs> yeah. it makes my skin tingle. <laughs> my when, stomach always hurts. Ugh. Like, and I love cupcakes. Like, you know, like birthday cupcakes. I like cupcake and then, and then it's like, they're so sweet. I'm like, I get I tired like trying to eat it. If that makes sense. And I, like, I would rather have whipped cream on top. Mm-hmm. Not a big whipped cream guy. Like the whipped whip icing, I can do that I all do. day with like Ugh, the thick icing. Either. No. That's so much oil. That's my birthdays are like. I like cream cheese. <clears throat> That's why I like I like a good cream cheese frosting because yes. you cannot sweeten it a whole lot. And as long as you don't need it to look super pretty, it's so much better. Mm-hmm. Or cheesecake. I don't. Big fan look, of cheesecake. Look, as long as it tastes good, I'm cool. I don't care what it looks like. I get the old red velvet from nothing oh. bunt cake all the time. I love red velvet. Yeah. Especially since they started doing the little like the little solos or what mm. individuals. Yeah. We went to a wedding where that's what they had was the little mini bunt yeah. cakes. Yeah. Those are so good. <sighs> that was special. That cream cheese you put in that apple was fire. Oh, yeah. And see, it's not super sweet. You can still taste the cream cheese. Like mm-hmm. that's what I want. I guess like I said, I just like cheesecake, I guess. I, I but I like cream cheese dips. Like I've pretty much I'll just get a thing of cream cheese and put pepper jelly and eat it with crackers yeah see i could have been like have you had matt's smoked cream cheese yet i have not yet i want i know i know i want the (laughs) christmas one we got i'm holding out on the christmas one with this the homemade like chutney puts on top we got the voodoo smoked cream cheesy that i could eat it straight out of the freaking bowl and i've had the voodoo that he uses before he he gave me a little cup of it when he he smoked a bris or bust a butt or something and it was so good so good y'all teamed up for the chili cook-off a while back we did team up for the chili cook-off uh in and in actually donated us the brisket and matt smoked it and then i put it in the chili and then we went and did the cook-off and we did not even place well i talked to matt shortly after and he was like oh it was so rigged it was very rigged (laughs) Like, I don't get like, me yeah. wrong. Small town politics, baby. Yep. I like the people that won. They're good people. And I told him, you know, sometimes things work out where other people need the win more than you do. Yeah. We got to feed our friends and family. We were good. That's right. Uh, but that cream cheese uh, in the apple. Mm-hmm. We could, like, I, th- I think I sent Shane the text after we filmed the videos. Like, we could have just done in like an ASMR type <laughs> yeah. video with that because of how crunchy the apple was. Yeah. It was like. Those honey crisp apples, man, so good. They're my favorite. Like me and Walmart are gonna end up having a a knockdown drag out if they mm. keep substituting. Yeah, and not telling me. Oh, but yeah, I'll order honey crisp, and they'll give me gala gala, however you say mm-hmm. it. That's not the same. No. Hey, they're way cheaper. Yeah, honey crisp are expensive because you pay for the crisp. There you yep. go. When I was starting to get into craft beer, 
like when I start transitioning from like Bud Light Platinums to craft beer. My favorite beer was the Shock Top Honey Crisp. And then I had like an actual Honey Crisp apple. My life's changed. They're just disappeared. We had one for breakfast this morning with our with our bagels. They're just Look at you being healthy. Well, also tear up a Granny Smith, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want that to go unmentioned. Yeah. It's almost apple pie season. Yeah. Or it is apple pie it season. Is apple it pie is apple pie season. season. Apple pie with a large scoop of bluebell homemade vanilla on it is unrivaled. It's got to be a good apple pie, though. See, I, okay, so my grandmother could eat bluebell homemade vanilla, and like, if that could just be her meal, and I'm sure most of the time that is her meal because she's older and she can do what she wants. Uh huh. I love the French, like the vanilla bean ice cream. Like mm-hmm. I want to be able to I might see be your the grandma. flex. The flex. <laughs> I might be your grandma because bluebell's expensive too. Yes. So like my, over my wife. Oh, but Aldi mouth. has started carrying it. Did you know that? I did not know that. Uh, and you can find it for like five ninety nine sometimes. <sighs> So. That's not good for me. That's not. It's good for your wallet. That's a fact because <laughs> we'll buy the gallon, and my wife and kids they'll go to bed. I'll sneak back into the kitchen and just like big spoon it and just sit there and just That's sh- what she shovel does. it. She into doesn't my even put face. it in spit in a bowl. Yeah, no, she I'm going care. spoon into the gallon tub. And I'll be honest, there have been probably ten plus times. Where I've sat down with the intentions of just having uh-huh. three or four bites and put down a gallon of ice cream. Yikes. Thank God yeah. I'm How do you not wait? Five, wait, you're turning, you're 30 now. You can't do that now. You can't do that now. Now, this was, this was probably like 21, 22 year old me. Oh, uh, yeah. Metabolism was still just firing yeah. on all cylinders. RIP that metabolism. Yeah. I right. miss it. I've had to I completely change my diet them. for my metabolism just to function properly. <laughs> but, you, Bluebell is not my favorite ice cream. And I know Matt, and I know, I bet Matt Mitchell's listening. And he's probably going to agree with me because I think he did on his, on his, you called me rank. a communist on the Seltzer reviews, and that might be the most communist no, thing I've ever heard. I prefer Mayfield. See, I'm just not that picky. Yeah, Mayfield's, Mayfield's just not good. I prefer it's too Mayfield. watery. Nope, it's creamy, baby. Oh, I, maybe, I think Blue Bunny is the one that's the watery to me. Like, yeah, because it's the one that comes in a little weird yeah. tub. Yeah. Like the quartz doesn't yeah. even come in half gallons. Right. Yep. <laughs> What I is like that. I like Mayfield. I like cookies and cream, and I'm not. Well, now about... I will say this though, because Mayfield does turtle tracks, and that is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about Memphis. There's a place up there that has homemade ice cream that has a butter pecan. Oh. We. we I will wreck some butter yeah. pecan Dude, ice cream. <laughs> I didn't need. It's not ever <clears throat> been my favorite. This was the creamiest, butteriest, best ice cream I think I've ever really? had. I'm jealous. It's so good. All right, we're going to take a pause break, and we're going to go find some ice cream. We'll be back. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so is there anything like where you've kind of outstretched the norm when it comes to baking where you're like, nobody does this, just me? I feel like my apples were pretty individual. Pretty unique. Unique. There There we go. Um, Not a lot of people around here do fudge. Oh, let me tell you guys. A lot guys, of people around here eat it, though. I'm about uh, to get in my preacher voice, <laughs> and let me tell you, you go to Gatlinburg thinking you're getting the best fudge, you don't because if it's right here in Jasper. And it's oh, I don't know Jess's, about that. No, your, your fudge <laughs> is banging. I, did, you ever ha- did you have it? No. You go you not tonight. She sent, it, go. she sent it with Timmons oh, yeah, for the Smashly episode yeah. when you weren't here yeah. for the C word. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's us all. You missed it. <sighs> Me and Brittany smashed it. <laughs> Man, I've got to come up with some new flavors. I tried some last year that some of them didn't turn out the way I wanted. 
But yeah, fudge, and it's the easiest thing to make. Like, I don't do that, like, super crazy 100-ingredient homemade fudge. Like, I have my secret way of doing it, and it is... Yeah, don't tell anybody. I won't. I won't, because then, you know, they'll make it. They won't need me anymore. I don't know. It's Fudge is so, like, versatile. Like, you can do so many different flavors with it. it. But I like to keep it basic. I like, like, chocolate with, like, almonds in it Mm -hmm. and peanut butter, obviously. Anything with peanut butter. And I, I should have with what I brought. I, I didn't do any, like, pumpkin spice or allspice or anything. I like that. I like that little hint of knowing that you're eating fudge for Christmas or fall. Like, yeah. I, I really like It doesn't that. sit right in the summer. It doesn't. Well, and also, um, it's very stressful to make something like that and try to keep it alive in the summertime. Right. So, what's the process? Like, don't tell us your recipe. But what's, like, the process of getting that fudge that just perfect texture it's just getting everything melted correctly and stirred and getting all the lumps out which is a lot harder than it sounds (laughs) and just being patient because like with the peanut butter and chocolate you know you have to do the layer of peanut butter and then you have to let that sit for so long and then you have to do the layer of the chocolate and get the sprinkles on there immediately so i mean it's just a time thing so yeah baking's all timing that's why with my fudge there's no baking you can do everything with the microwave oh yeah. We are the microwave generation, aren't we? We are the microwave generation. You could do it on the stovetop if you really just wanted to, but there's some shortcuts, I think, you know, that are the best. Yeah. And you should start, like, your own YouTube channel. I've thought about you that. You wouldn't have to work, like, work, work. I know. it. One day, one day, I think I will. Start your TikTok. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about TikTok. I still can't do the TikTok. I am the worst TikToker. Well, good thing you got two guys in here that know what they're doing. We can just help you guide your way. Do it. I'll, I'll bake you free things. Tim, Tim is the guy smashly TikTok. Yeah, but I mean, he just like records videos of his, of his, you know, his band stuff. Well, they're good though. They are good. Me and uh, Brassfield, Andrew Brassfield, we've yeah. been talking about doing some fun videos because we want to get together and collaborate on some stuff because he loves, he loves cooking like Scottish yeah. Stuff. And so I was thinking, you know, that would be a really fun thing. Maybe maybe we can put something together for um St. Patrick's Day. That, that would be perfect. Yep. I some lo- bangers and mash. <sighs> Look, I love like English food. Oh god, me too. And I still haven't gotten have you been to Little London Kitchen yet? We went right when they first came over. Yeah. Um they did not even have the pub up yet. It was still just the truck. Yeah, or the bus. The bus. Yeah. yeah. They call her something. I can't remember. Um, so good. We got the fish and chips and some meat pies. Yeah. Um, we used to go to Brennan's in Birmingham all the time until they closed down thanks to the C word. That made me very sad. sad. It was the first time I ever gave Brassfield a car bomb. <laughs> His first car bomb. Irish car bomb. Uh huh. Oh, I think wrecking. the only times he's ever had them have been with me. I don't know what that says about our friendship or my <laughs> influence on people, but. You're drinking buddies at that point. We are. And I would rather do a car bomb than a shot any day of the week. See, I definitely want to go to uh, Little London because now they're like the official Manchester United yes, pub. Yes, And obviously you're sitting here. I see this. You see it. I have a Man U jacket. Like, I could have worn it and really supported. Sh- oh, gosh. We would talked about soccer. I don't know a ton about soccer. I just kind of, I guess because I've always loved England, I just kind of picked them when I was in high school. Yeah. And now... That's just my team. So Shane had to dip out. Uh, family things happen. Anyways. Life happens, <clears throat> man. Life's hard. So we'll carry this episode anyway. The 
thing about soccer is like now it's like I'm so steeped in the culture. Like oh. I watch them on YouTube nonstop. Like all the Manchester United like commentators. Once you get into it, like there's. I never thought I would get into baseball. Like I grew up watching the Braves just because my grandparents watched it, but it is all day, all yeah. night Braves where yeah. I live. Like we are a Braves nation in thatch. See, I wanted Red Sox and Braves World Series. And I think like I would have been fine. I don't know. I kind of I I wanted it to be the Astros because they're cheaters, and I wanted to beat them. <laughs> you wanted to be? Well, I'm a Red Sox fan. I like the Red Sox um, for no other reason than there's Kenny Chesney song that's <laughs> called Boston. Yeah. Um, but I like I even I had a, a Red Sox shirt not too long ago that I would wear. Um, but now I feel like if I brought anything like that into my house, it would be burned in front of me. Right. So well, y'all are hardcore fans. I'll give y'all that. Uh, he's a hardcore fan, and you I just, just kind of I man, I know so much more about it than I ever wanted to. <laughs> Uh, we've watched the World Series, the last World Series game, three or four times now. Yeah. Oh. All the way through. Oh no. Different commentaries every yeah. time. Yeah. Because you have to hear everybody's different commentary. Apparently. Watched in Spanish yet? <sighs> Someone else asked me that. And I was like, <laughs> no, please don't give him ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're gonna just watch this and just enjoy it. All I said was, "Hey, you can't judge my Hallmark Christmas movies because they always end the same. Because guess what? This game ends the same <laughs> yeah. every time we watch it." So, is there anything, like, you aspire to, like, do with your baking one day? Like, do you want to open up your own little shop? I thought about that. And, like, I, like, I think we talked about it earlier. Like, financially, it's just hard. Like, I see how hard other bakeries, especially locally, how much they struggle just because we're such a small town. Yeah. Uh, there was a little bit of a plan in place last year where we had somewhat of an idea. And I just, I just think it would ruin it for me. And I don't think it's worth the money for yeah. that. So it's a lot of money to start something, and red, any kind of food industry oh, is really the hard red to like tape. survive. Into. Oh my gosh! And just getting through all the red tape for opening and staying open, and it's just too much. So I'd rather I'd rather enjoy it and do it for my friends and family, and you know, strangers if they hear about me. But right. Well, now in today's world, though, it's it's easy. Like you could almost just run it out of your kitchen. You can. Uh, the Alabama cottage laws actually allow you to make up to like $20,000 before you're required to open your own place. Really? Mm-hmm. You could have one in Thatch. I don't know how Just much business I would get in Thatch. Uh, no, shipments only. No, shipments in, only. no in-house purchases. Man, the laws get crazy. Yeah, the I don't even want to know. get crazy. Um, like, I have to be really careful because you don't think anyone would ever say anything but you know thanks big government right <laughs> you know yeah i know it'd be but with you know like facebook and instagram you're like hey i've got a batch of this for right. sale and that's what i'll do through the holidays because yeah. i think i kind of killed myself last year trying to and i think everybody wanted more last year because of the c word they were just looking for some kind of happiness right. i don't know but I, I was killing myself because I was still working full time. And so I would stay up until midnight trying to get these orders in. So I think now I'll bake on a Saturday or a Sunday when I have time. Yeah. And then say, hey, this is what I have. Pick up in Jasper. Come get it. It's a side hustle. It's a side hustle. And that's what we need. We all need something to keep right. our creative juices flowing because Absolutely. nine to fives kill us. And that's I'm not looking to make a lot of money. Yeah. You know, because I I can't charge people an arm and leg. I pretty much the only reason I've had to charge more lately is just because inflation. Right. Groceries are expensive. <clears throat> Up thirty. Spoiler alert. Yeah. 
everything's up. Oh, it's and the stuff that you use to bake with heavy cream is very expensive. Really? Like you don't think about things like that until yeah. you bake. You know, if I can make a couple of dollars off of it just to kind of ease the hours that went into it, then so be it. Yeah, that's all you need for that's real. That's all you need. In in reality, it's it's a risk factor that you got mm-hmm. taken opening up your own spot. It is. And with e-commerce, air quotes, it's just easy to post like on Facebook. Hey, I've got app like your apples, it's ten bucks so a piece. So much easier. <clears throat> You're, you, as long as you make a turnaround and a profit. If just, I can just break even, yeah, I'm happy. Right. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna have my days where all I want to do is bake anyway. So you know, if I can give it to people and it not get thrown away, yeah, then you know, and I can just make back what I spent. Then I'm okay. Let me tell you, the only thing that ever has been thrown away of yours that you sent our house is the container. <laughs> well, that's what I like to hear. Because it's so good and you're so talented. Well, like, and we like we just don't eat a lot of sweet stuff. Like I yeah. said, I would rather have a chips away cookie or an Oreo and some almond milk and you know, I I will like the gingerbread cookies I brought. I could sit and eat on those. Like and they're so dangerous because you just walk by and you grab one and then you don't think about it, and then a few minutes later, you walk by and you grab one. Yeah. And then by the end of the day, you've had six. See, like, my food vice is not even food. It's soft drinks, so I stay away from them. Oh, gosh, yeah. With, like, with sweet treats, mm-hmm. I don't, like, I'm okay, like, eating one or two, and I'm walking away. It's like, I'm not constantly yeah. having to eat it. No. Um, there's only a few things that are like that for me. Um. Speaking of soft drinks, so we have a friend that he tried the healthy soft drinks. Have you seen those? They're like Olipop, I think is the brand. No. Uh, yeah. So it's super expensive. It's like thirty five dollars for a twelve pack. Gee, no. Nope, and they I'm have out. they have like cola flavor and root beer flavor. But he was trying them because he drinks like seven or however many sodas a day. It's a ridiculous amount. Not healthy. It's awful because he'll yeah. just sit there and drink it and drink it. So he had. He had a couple of those Olipop. Sent him to the doctor with a kidney stone. So, apparently healthy soda is also not good for you. Yeah, no. I'd rather just drink water. I love water. And beer. And that's kind of my thing. Like, I'll have a Sprite every now and then. Yeah. Um, I love carbonated water. Like, sparkling water. Yes, I love LaCroix. <sighs> Topo Chico. And there has been a shortage. Really? Stupid C word. Say so LaCroix kind of, like gets the craving for a uh-huh. soda. I don't it know totally why. does. Or like my thing is sometimes getting a topo, like it helps with my digestion because that carbonation, I feel like almost helps you, you know, I don't know, move everything along. Right. Um, but yeah, I would rather save up my, my calories from my beer. Yeah. I'm big calorie watcher. I wish I was, I should be. The but. one soft drink, especially this time of year where I like always cave to, you know where I'm going? Is it the cranberry sprite? Yes. I've the already winter had spice. Two. Oh my god, the winter spice cranberry sprite is so good. But sprite's my weakness too. Like yeah. I'm not a Mountain Dew person, which I can't have caffeine, so that probably has a lot to do Why? with it. Uh, I've got a minor heart thing uh, that when yeah. I if I took my medicine every day, I could have caffeine. But I don't. I'm terrible at taking medicine. If you drank my caffeine intake, you wouldn't. I would die. Yeah. Because I can drink <laughs> in the proverbial heartbeat. <laughs> I can drink like a. Um, like a, some like my chai lattes. That's my favorite coffee drink. Um, it it it. I'm bouncing off the walls, <laughs> and my heart's going super super fast. So if I have like a cup of coffee or a soda, 
I can't breathe. Yeah. Like, it gets crazy. See, I drink, I'll drink, like, my pre-workout before mm-hmm. I go to work, and then I'll have another energy drink when I, oh, God. so I've pretty much consumed, like, 450 milligrams of caffeine within six hours. Well, if, if you ever, like, I mean, I would die. <laughs> I mean, I really, really would like that. Just, and I don't, I don't crave stuff like that either. Yeah. So it sucks. There's some mornings where I'm like, man, I could use a boost, but I'll get a cup of decaf coffee because for those of you that don't know, decaf coffee has caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. It's just smaller amounts because you can't get all of the caffeine out of coffee. So just that little bit affects me the way an energy drink affects you. Just keeps you going. Keeps me going. So obviously, like I said, you're here for the Christmas, Christmassy. Things. I love Christmas. I've got three categories oh, we'll discuss on now that Shane is out. Um, we'll kind of elaborate back and forth, and I know Shane's like a Christmas nerd too. So, Man, I'm so jealous of his Christmas tree. Like, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Oh, I'm going to go home and dream about that tree. <laughs> Timmons is going to like text Shane and say, hey, thanks. <laughs> we now have to get that tree. Now I've got to go buy this Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, so... First off, what's your favorite thing about what like what makes you so happy during the Christmas season? Uh, do you want the superficial answer or like the deep answer? Deep answer. That's what we're here for. So I think that Christmas kind of makes people be nice to each other when they might not normally. I think we get so caught up in the rest of the year, we take people for granted and we we have to be right about things and we are just we're so under all of the pressure of life that we don't give people grace or understanding when we should. So I think that when you see Christmas trees or Christmas commercials or, you know, you, you start planning for the holidays and getting gifts for people, I think it just reminds you to be a little nicer to people. Yeah. And it sucks. We should be more like that all, all year round. We all totally should. But yeah. like we talked about earlier, life's hard. Mm-hmm. Like even when you try to be a good person, life is hard. It's hard not to want to get on Facebook and talk to that person that's saying really bad things. Yeah. So I just think that sometimes Christmas makes you slow down and <laughs> Christmas carols are really fun to listen to. <laughs> See, I'm I'm not a Christmas music person. Oh, I, I don't enjoy Christmas music. I never have. I'm going to send you a playlist with not conventional Christmas carols. Okay. I can appreciate it. Because I can find, like, I will deep dive in Spotify yeah. for some good Christmas music. Like, I'm just, like, you know, people say it's like, oh, Thanksgiving's over. Time for 96.5 or whatever. Start playing Christmas. Like, I avoid that station on purpose. I think, and I, I, and I hate it for people, like, in retail and stuff like that that have to listen to it 24-7 because then they're going to be desensitized to it. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be able to appreciate it. So, I mean, I have to hone mine in because... I would have it blaring from my speakers at home from the time I wake up until the time I go to sleep. Yeah. My relationship's very grateful that I don't do that. Um, so, I mean, I understand that people don't love it, and I try not to push it on people. Like, just because I could listen to Michael Bublé sing about Christmas all day long doesn't mean somebody else does. But I could listen to Michael Bublé sing about watching paint dry on the wall, and I'd be okay with that. the best voice. Yes, he does. Like, I grew up listening to Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and all those guys. And so when he started putting music out, I was like, hey, this is my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like, like, I, there's some Christmas music I listen to, but I can't listen to it over. And like, 
Well, we are listening to the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You hear 17 versions of the same song right. in one day. That's why, like, I, I do. I have, I found certain songs over the years. I've discovered one last year, the Christmas Waltz. Uh, Mel Torme, I think, originated it years ago. I don't think I had ever really heard it. If I did, it was in passing. Yeah. It's become one of my favorites. And it's so different than any other Christmas song I'd ever heard. So, I mean, there's different music out there. You just have to want to find it. Like, uh, what is it? The Nutcracker? Yeah. Waltz of the, is it Waltz of the, the Nutcracker? The Sugar Plum Fairies. Yes. Okay. See, mm-hmm. like, I can listen to that. Like, it's just the lyrics that bother me. Oh, now I'll turn on, and this is gonna this is gonna date me, and this is probably gonna have a lot of people think I'm lame, but I can turn on Jim Brickman and have him play piano or Kenny G with the saxophone. Yeah. And listen to it all day, and it's just it's peaceful to me. Yeah. So I can tolerate the instrumentals. We'll put it that way. And I maybe it's because I played in band for a little while, and I can appreciate just good concert music. Right. But man, all of it, love it all. I can only tolerate in small pinches. I learned a few years ago that um, Judy Garland's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which is my favorite Christmas song, is in a movie called Meet Me in St. Louis. And so that became my favorite Christmas movie. Ah. We used to go and see it at the Alabama Theater every year. I do enjoy going to watch movies at the Alabama Theater. I show Christmas Vacation a lot. We went, I think we went and watched Elf. We used to do Christmas Vacation every year, and before they stopped showing Meet Me in St. Louis, we would go watch that one. Um, and we've seen White Christmas. I like seeing the older movies. I think yeah, it means more. It, it did mean more. It wasn't so commercialized. Yeah. But that's just a beautiful theater. I'm really glad that they've pulled through because there yeah. were a few times last year that it didn't look like they were going to, and that was going to break my heart. And it's one of my favorite concert venues. So. It is. Oh, so good. Have you been to the Lyric yet? No. So good. I've seen the inside of it, and I want to go, but like I haven't actually. There's not really been anybody I'm like interested in oh, play man. there yet. Uh, a friend of mine and I went and saw the Lumineers for their um, like album drop, and so it was like a very small man. The the acoustics in that, yeah. They did a couple of songs just like totally unplugged, and it just chills. And they're right everywhere. across the street from each other. They are. There's also a really cool bar a couple of doors down from the Lyric, uh, the Shoe Shop. It's a bar, there. but they serve ramen. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I'm not a ramen guy either. What? Yeah. No noodles for The only you? noodles I like are in spaghetti. And you like don't fettuccine. even do like pho? Like nope. Vietnamese noodles? Oh, that's my weakness. Yeah, I can't do it. Oh, I love it. I've, ne- I've never, like chicken noodle soup. But have you tried good ramen at a good ramen place? No, just because I've always tried to stay away from but it. But I mean, that's like, because I grew up eating ramen noodles, like the packet that's like two cents Oh, that at disgusts Walmart. me. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Um, you can fix it. You love spicy food. Like, you would love a good spicy ramen bowl. I might have to try one just one day. And it's a bar, so if you don't like it, they have alcohol. So I can get trash have, uh, until I enjoy it. You do, Yeah, they have the, is it gyoza? Yeah. It's like the dumplings. Oh my oh. god, I love gyoza. Oh, then you're good. You're good. Like, you can just, like, get Brittany to get some ramen, and you try hers and see if you like it, and get you a plate of gyoza. <laughs> I like, over here at uh, Bayou Fresh, their mm-hmm. gyoza is so good. Everything they do is good. Yes. Shout out to Bayou Fresh for just being here for us. Yeah. I ate their actual, like, food food for the first time a couple of months ago. Really? I've always just gotten sushi. They even do, um, like, Cajun. Like, they do, like, the potatoes and, like, shrimp boil stuff. Yeah. There we go. 
Yeah. So good. Everything they do is good. And it's just right down the road. We've gotten, I mean, we've just gotten their raw fish and shrimp and cooked it before, and it's been great. Really? Mm-hmm. See, that's why, like, when I knew they had, like, fresh stuff to sell, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, they're getting their stuff in frequently. So yes. it's not just sitting in, like, a freezer. No, 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 no. Because that makes a difference. Like, that's why Black Rock's so good. <sighs> Girl, don't get me started on Black Rock. Everybody I know- haven't had it in so long, and, like, I'm going through withdrawals. And Greg posted, was it yesterday, about the etouffee and the gumbo and yeah. i'm like look you're gonna have to stop talking dirty on facebook <laughs> if you listen to one episode of this podcast you know how I oh feel yeah about black rock it's gonna get a shout out like no matter what it always will it always will and it's so good and it's different like the, their menu changes so yes. much and that's what i love about it but it's it's consistent it makes it hard not to go there every single week because that's my biggest problem with so many restaurants in town, and I'm not going to name names, but there's no consistency in the quality of food that you're getting, and yeah. you're going to pay a hefty price. Yeah. Black Rock is always reasonably priced, and it's always consistently delicious. It always, yeah. Like, it, you leave there so happy. You can't put a price tag on that. I leave there miserable stomach-wise, but mentally I'm happy. <sighs> well, that's all that matters. You can recover from Yeah. You know, from being overstuffed. That food, that food baby's going to go down. I don't think I've ever had a dessert there just because I always eat so much. <laughs> yeah, no, we went for lunch and they had made a blackberry cobbler that oh, day. We yum. got it. It was so good. I did a peach and blackberry cobbler for the 4th of July. Like a mixture? Yeah. A girl. Oh my God. <laughs> that might be the best thing I've ever ate. Yeah. I've, I've ever made and eaten. Like it. It blew my mind, and I just threw it together and hoped for the best. And man, it, it was it was amazing. <laughs> I'll never be able to recreate it. Yeah, you probably never won't. again. Flash in the in the pan. <laughs> Jess is like, you know what? I'm gonna try, but it probably won't Ugh, taste the it same. It won't. It won't. And so, it was made in in stress and drunkness, and it was, <laughs> and it turned out so good. Maybe that's the key. Maybe I should just drink more when I bake. So how do you feel about the Christmas tree cakes, the little dips? Oh, they're delicious. That everybody. Uh, okay, so we talked about how I'm not super big on sweet stuff. So I can't eat a whole one. Yeah. I just like the top of it, and then I like the bottom of it. And I don't, like, I'll kind of, like, I like to eat around the edge, because I like those, like, yeah. they're not crispy, but they're, I don't know what the word is. I just, I don't. They're just, the, like, the corners. I'm interested in trying the ice cream. Uh, I've heard it's good. Yeah. Um, I like birthday cake ice cream or birthday cake froyo. Mm-hmm. So it can't be bad, right? <clears throat> I just like the little Debbie stuff. Mm-hmm. Something about the cream they use it makes my stomach hurt. It's the so hydrogenated bad. oil. Yeah, it's not good for you. It's, it's inflammatory. Not good for you. It's the same thing that's in like the the whipped frosting at yeah. uh, Walmart on the birthday cakes. Yeah, it's so good, but then you die. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like, when I really started changing my diet this past year. I've started paying attention to, like, ingredients. Oh. And anything that's inflammatory, like, I stay away from it. Absolutely. So, I told Matt Mitchell last year I was going to do it. And I just got so busy. Um, I have an idea of how to replicate a Christmas tree cake. Do it. <sighs> it's a you, lot You've of already stress. recreated Pop-Tarts. Oh, God. Let's not remind people. That's what people request the most. Really? Oh, my God. People love the Pop-Tarts. I, I, I hate I missed out on that one. I'll make them for you. Okay. But don't tell Tim's sister. <laughs> I won't. She, of all the people in my life, like, I don't know if she'll just, like, walk into Walmart and see a Pop-Tart, and they'll be like, hey, I need Pop-Tarts. Yeah. 
and they're they're a pain in the ass. Really? They're so good, and I, I actually like those because I make cookie butter ones. Yeah. And like I said before, cookie butter could make the whole world go round. <laughs> but I, yeah, the pot like they looked delectable. They're not as sweet. And I like that. Yeah, and they're even, there's like three hundred calories in one pop tart. Yeah. Um. Well, and so any fruit filling I make, I make from real fruit. Yeah. So that makes a difference because I know how much sugar I'm putting in there. Right. And there's not all the high fructose corn syrup and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to be better. All these recreate sunflower and palm oils um, that are terrible for you. There, it's not anymore. I think thanks to some politics and people being crappy, <clears throat> there was a uh, Bon Appetit. It's a, they have YouTube channels and stuff like that. There's magazines, but it's a cooking conglomerate. Um. And uh, Claire on there, she used to do gourmet makes. And Timmons actually got me into it. She just recreated everything. Yeah. She would recreate Sour Patch Kids, Pocky Sticks, um, Kit Kats. I mean, anything you can possibly think of. Yeah. So she never did the Christmas tree cakes. But I think she might have been one of my big inspirations for like Pop-Tarts and stuff like that. Because she would get, she would get sciencey. Like she would get down with like her notebook and like... <laughs> It it was insane. I it's a good watch. Like if you've never watched something like that, it's very fun to watch somebody taste something and say, "Hey, let's recreate this." I might have to watch the Sour Patch Kids because I will wreck some uh, Sour Patch Kids. You learn so much, like about citric acid. Yeah, like stuff I never knew. Um, she does a few like sour things like that. Um, man. We just mindlessly eat and drink these things that are not good for us. They're so bad for you. So bad. You know. Like when I started learning about the palm oils and the sunflower oil mm-hmm. and it's like, no wonder, like, I feel like crap half the time. Oh, yeah. But there's just, there's just <clears throat> so much more out there than we know about. Yeah. And that's readily available to these corporations. Right. Whatever keeps their costs down. And it is. You can get that. But it's the same reason why it's cheaper to go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac and a large fry and a large soda than it is to go to Zaxby's and get a salad. Yeah. I don't do fast food salads. Oh, I do Zaxby's salads. I can't They're do delicious. It. I can't do it. Like, oh. if Black Rock's open and we want to eat out, we don't go to fast food. We'll just go to Black Rock. Oh, uh, well, see, there's a, there's a lot of times that during my lunch, you know, you if I didn't style. pack anything. Yeah. It's just way quicker. Yeah. See, like, I meal prep when I work. I've started doing that more. And I enjoy it so much more because the food I make is going to be so much better. Yeah. Unless it's Taco Bell. I can't do that. But (laughs) Mondays are still for Taco Bell. Like, Brittany will cook on Sundays. And she'll either cook on Saturday night or Sunday night. And then cook on Monday or Tuesday night Mm -hmm. for meal prep. And it's always so much better than anything I'm going to get. And I mean, even if it's just like grilled chicken fingers and green beans and rice, like yep. it's still going to taste better. The bro meal. Yeah. That's right. The, the bro meal is like my go-to. It's just chicken, really? rice, and broccoli. Yeah. Or green beans. Yeah. Absolutely. I love, uh, green beans are my go-to. So do you like canned green beans or fresh green beans? Both. Okay. I like fr- French cut green beans are my Sir. favorite. Because you can get more flavor in there. Exactly. Just make sure you drain them first if you're using the can. Oh, yeah. Always drain the water and, out. Yeah. Well, and rinse them off. Yeah. All that stuff seeps. I mean, and you can't get all of it out, but right. it, it makes a big difference in how it tastes. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, Jonathan Guthrie is actually the one that was like, hey, this makes a difference. Do it. <laughs> we'll have to try that one time. Yeah. So, 
Back into the Christmassy stuff. Yeah, back to Christmas. Ooh, food. Food. I'm hungry. It's going to happen. I'm going to sidetrack back into food. (laughs) It's who I am as a person. (laughs) So we'll talk about movies first. Okay. How, what, first off, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I know we've already discussed it. But what's your favorite Christmas movie? Why? And what makes it better than the rest? Okay, well, asking me to choose just one for conversation is like asking someone to choose their favorite child. Um, it should be illegal. Well, my parents liked me better. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cantley. Um, Mimi in St. Louis is my favorite because I love Judy Garland, and that is the song, or that's the movie that my favorite song originated in. And it's an old movie. I love old movies. I'm obsessed with Audrey Hepburn and any... Um, I'm obsessed. Yeah. I love all of them. Um, so, and I think, I think old movies feel more Christmassy. Um, Christmas Vacation has really wormed its way into my heart just because it's Timmons' favorite. And when you sit beside someone that can quote the whole thing and make you laugh by quoting it, I think it just makes you enjoy it more. <laughs> yeah. I've actually uh, commissioned uh, Michelle Kilgore to make us a door sign that says uh, home to the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. That will be on our door this Christmas. Um, they made, Somebody in our family made Christmas shirts for us all, at, and it said that. That's awesome. Yeah. We had shirts. I ordered them, and it was the wise the floor wet Todd. I yeah. don't know, Margo. So we would wear those when we went to the Alabama theater. Um, but Elf is up there because yes. John Favreau's pretty much provided us with everything we could possibly need in life. Yeah. Um, so we, we actually just watched Elf last night, maybe. It might have been last night. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's just, that's the whimsical feel good. Plus you know. it's Will Ferrell. And it's Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel. And I mean, it's just, it's just a good movie. Yeah. And you just come out of it having a little more Christmas spirit. I love Elf. It's so good. You and Timmons change y'all's profile pictures. To the Christmas vacation. Yeah. yeah. I love we that do. time of the year. <laughs> yeah, we do. He's always. The blessing. So how did you get into that with him? Because he did it, and now you do it. Yeah, uh, just because we we watch Christmas Vacation a lot. From his birthday, which is the middle of December, to Christmas Day, and even a little after, we watch it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Because we used to try to go on his birthday um, to see Christmas Vacation. Like, that was our our tradition before the C word. Maybe we can bring it back this year, because they're showing it this year. So hopefully we can bring back our tradition and... And go and sit down, and man, they make good drinks at the Alabama Theater. Yeah, they do. They make strong drinks yes, at the Alabama Theater. Yes, they do. Theater. You order a double, you're getting a triple. And I love that about them. I like, do, too. We it means a Elf, lot to me. We went and watched Elf, and whatever. I can't remember what I got. It was like holiday-related. I was like, first off, it's pretty cool sitting here watching this movie while I'm... Yeah. I could, I, mean, I could do it at home. But it's different. I'm not a bartender. Because you're fancy. Yeah. And... I was like, this just puts me in this mood. Something like, about going to the Alabama Theater makes you feel fancy. You can be in jeans and a sweatshirt, and you go, and it's Gary, the organist, comes up, and he starts playing the organ, and you just feel, you feel like you're part of history. Even right. if you're watching Elf, like, you feel like you're a part of something, and it's just very special. Yeah. Those are historic venues, too. So <sighs> they are. Like I said, I'm so glad that they're still here. Yeah. My favorite Christmas movie is definitely Christmas Vacation. That's a good call. An underrated one that a lot of people give a lot of shit to, though. Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, I love that one. It's I very wholesome. It. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. I love the claymation movies. 
Do you? We watch those every year. See, I... The Year Without a Santa Claus with the Heat Miser and the Snow Miser? Those are important. See, it's like I watched them as a kid, and now that I've gotten older, I, just, oh, I don't I do. really care for them. Oh, I love it. Um, but I also, part of that is because I still love those older actors and actresses that voiced them. Um, right. I got on, speaking of podcasts, so um, I don't know if you have Sirius XM, but nope. Lucy, Lucille Ball, mm-hmm. they released her it's a radio show, but it was in the format of podcasts. So they're pretty much saying that that was like the first podcast ever. That's wild. They released it on a channel. I listened to it for a solid month. <laughs> so I listened to her interview. Anybody you can think of, Frank Sinatra, Shirley Booth, um, Andy Williams, uh, Bob Hope. It was it was amazing. And it and she she approached everything exactly the way you are. And it's it's so cool. That's wild. It's it was awesome. It was so awesome. I just, like, the older movies, I do, I will. Like, Miracle on 34th Street, I do enjoy that one. Oh, you have to watch that. Yeah. And It's a Wonderful Life. The remake. Which of, one? Of uh, Miracle on 34th Street Haven't with Matilda. Two, oh, Matilda, yeah. yeah. It's I always forget favorite. her real name. but Natalie Wood will forever be. Yeah. Yeah. Matilda. Um, <laughs> I love Matilda as Matilda. Oh, Matilda's awesome. But, yeah. I'm trying to. There's so many Christmas movies. Uh, Love Actually is a very important Christmas movie. Have I, I don't think I've watched it. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've watched it. It's um, it's rom com, but it's it's very. That's probably why. No, it's not a typical rom com. It's because Timmons likes it. It's it's the lives of multiple people, and it's patched together. Very funny. Liam Neeson's in it. Oh. Uh, Bill Nye, uh, <clears throat> Kira Knightley. The cast is insane, and the music's really good and funny. Um, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah. it's very. He good. was like the rom com guy back then. It would. I. I mean, Karen Allen was in it, so it couldn't have been. Uh, I guess it is. God, I'm aging myself. Yeah, we're we're, we're aging. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> like I love Elf, obviously, but Christmas Vacation is just. Probably because he reminds me of me, if that were to be my whole family. Even though you're not super into Christmas. Yeah. Because he's, he is Christmas. Brittany's like, she gives me like a tough time. She's like, why don't you just love Christmas? Like, I just, I like the idea. It's just, it's over so fast. And that's why I start celebrating now. Because my December between all of the family stuff and all of the gift buying and the wrapping and all of the responsibility it it's gone yeah you blink and it's gone so i start now so that i can enjoy it selfishly for myself and then suffer through december yeah (laughs) it's just like i get mad that people skip over thanksgiving because thanksgiving is the day where like i feel like everybody's not so rushed no do you cook on thanksgiving no then i don't want to hear about how (laughs) not rushed you are (laughs) well okay on my end Uh uh-huh it's like, I get to enjoy, like, my family actually being here without saying, all right, we got to go so they right. can go play with their toys and blah, blah, blah. But see, like, I pause for Thanksgiving, and I cook big meals and appreciate and go around and talk about what we're thankful for, and we spend lots of time together. I feel like, but you can enjoy Thanksgiving while the Christmas tree's up. Yeah. You can eat turkey and look at Christmas lights. Then eat ham a month later. Yeah, you can. You really, really can. I don't know. It's just the way I've always, like, I've always thought this way. And that, I mean, and there's just some people. I love Christmas. Yeah. There's just some people that don't get into it. Like, I don't expect anyone to be Mrs. Claus like me. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I just, I love it. And this year's, this year's going to be pretty special. Um, my whole family had COVID last year, so I didn't get to see any of my family on Christmas. Yeah, that sucks. So my dad, my stepmom, my three little sisters, my mom, my stepdad, and I didn't, my grandmother didn't have COVID, but we were so worried. None of us were vaccinated yet. We were so worried about giving her COVID that like, I just saw her on the porch. Yeah. So had it not been for Timmons' family, I would have had no family interaction for Christmas. So this year. It's freaking on. You're going all out. Oh, God, it's on. Like, <laughs> God help everybody. Yeah. Jess Claus is here. Jess Claus is here. <sighs> like, to me, Christmas is about family, but, and that's why I have, like, I guess, a sour attitude towards it, because I feel like it's so rushed. It is rushed. Um, it's like, come over, eat, open presents, leave. I'm like, I don't know. Then, I guess... then also, it's the 26th, then it's over. And I guess, like, we don't really rush. Like, we spend a good bit of time, um, like, we've kind of strategic, which I've actually had to pull back from how much time I spend with my family for Christmas. Because when my little sisters were really little, I would go over there on Christmas Eve, and we would do bedtime stories. And then when the girls went to bed, I had to play the elf, and I would wrap every present that they had. Yeah. And so, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm going home, and then I'm getting up when they call me at 5, 6, 7 a.m. the next morning. Going back to Parish to watch them open presents, <laughs> go back home, then do Christmas with my mom, and then go back to Dad's for Christmas dinner. So, like, there was no resting. I will say this. I used to be a Scrooge. Like, I hated Christmas. Just because. Just because. Just because. Yeah. Like, I loved it with, as a kid. Right. Then it was, like, in college years, I was like. <sighs> Overrated. Yeah. Like, we celebrate I get it like people treat it like it's a season, but it's one day and it's over. And then the 26th, we all go back to work and right. we're all assholes to each other. And then next thing you know, the calendar's turning and there's another year of my life gone. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. And when I married Brittany. It changes you. It, it did change. Well, big time. And that's why, like I talked to my stepmom a couple of weeks ago. I was like, hey, I'm going to come do Christmas Eve night with y'all, but Christmas morning. Because I got Christmas morning, and it was just me and Timmons last year, just because everyone was sick. And I loved getting up, making coffee, making breakfast, going in the living room, and having our special Christmas. Like, I'll still FaceTime with my little sister so they can show me everything <laughs> they yeah. get, and it'll be great. But, um, you know, I think when you start creating those family traditions for your own little family, and yeah. not your big family that you've grown up with, I think it really starts to mean something more. It does, and... Brittany, like the first time I saw how excited she was when I finally woke up, uh-huh. she was like, I've been waiting on you to get down here. I was like, okay, now Christmas is special to me. Well, and oh, I, Timmons has to tell me no for like <laughs> 14 days leading up to Christmas. I'll be like, you want one of your gifts? Hey, you want one of your gifts? No. Because I get so excited and I just want to give it to him. Yeah. Um, That's how I do with Brittany. I was like, oh my God, I want, I want to give her this I know, it's- now. But I think that's it, too. Like, even if it's just a pair of socks that are funny, like, you just get so excited. And I think we've all gotten to that age where your gifts don't mean spending a ton of money yeah, for each other. And then I also, I loved watching his nieces and nephew and my little sisters open what we get them. Yeah, Like, it's, it's so much more about them. Yeah. You know, I love going to the Christmas tree lighting downtown. Um, me and Jim Odom were talking about doing a, um, gingerbread house contest at JBT in the middle of December. Ours will be jar shaped. We should do that. I could (laughs) totally make that happen. Nobody steal that idea. 
we've copyrighted this <laughs> on but this I mean, podcast. Stuff like that that'll bring families together and yeah. our friends, you know, that want to go and sit and have a couple of beers and build a gingerbread house. Yeah. You know. It's just we did a we did a friend's um Christmas party at Tallulah one year where we made ornaments for each other. Like it was special. Yeah. We had a lot of food, but you know, we, we did the ornaments and it it's just finding those things to do together. Right. And making time for that. And like I said, ever since I've been married, like I do look at Christmas differently and you get the emotional gifts yep. from your significant others and it's like this is what it's yeah. about to me. Like, uh, I think it was either last year. No, it was our first Christmas in this house. Brittany bought me an ornament that it was a picture of, uh, whoo, I'm trying not to cry. Uh, it was a picture of my mom and me from our wedding. Oh, you know, my mom died. Yeah. So like I sat there and cried for like 10 minutes. Ugh. Like I was like, okay. Yeah. I get it. Well, we've started, um, when we go on a trip, instead of a t-shirt or something stupid, we get a Christmas ornament. Yeah. Um, and there's some places we've been that we haven't gotten to get one, but, like, this year we got to get one from Mexico. Ooh. So I was so excited to put it on the tree. And, like, something so small, I mean, I probably paid $5 for that thing. Yeah. But it, I had that moment when I put it on the tree a couple of weeks ago that I was like, this, this is special. And yeah. this is something we'll have forever. Hopefully we'll get to go back and get another one to put on the tree. <laughs> See, they, uh, somebody, uh, our, our neighbor at the time when we lived in Thatch, they had brought us a Christmas ornament. And that meant a lot to me. It was yeah. my neighbors. And then Brittany's mom brought us one because we called it our property because we had, you know, quite a bit of property right there. It's just, uh, it said Pittman Plains on it. So I was oh, our, that's awesome. That was our first ornament in our first house. And I was like, even though we don't live there anymore, this is still going on the tree. Because that was our first house. It means something. And I do miss living in Thatch, but I don't miss it taking me 20 minutes to get to a grocery store. And I, there, and like today, today was one of those days where I was like, I love living in Thatch because the leaves are changing. Yes. They're all yellow now, and it rained, and all the leaves were falling down, and we keep having this. We have got you seen two, my driveway? <laughs> we have two families of deer that are living in our woods, and oh. they just, they will come up to our porch. Our German Shepherd is going to have a Freddy-shaped um, hole in our door if they don't <laughs> stop. But um, I was looking outside, and it was just so beautiful. But then, you know, I also think we eventually want to move closer to town, downtown preferably. I can't wait to have a house that's a little bigger because I want to have a sentimental Christmas tree because I have all the ornaments from when I was a kid. There's a lot of Disney princess ornaments yeah. going on. I want to be able to have a tree that has all of those and then have my big bougie tree. Mm-hmm. Like Shane's like, tree. Yeah. Shane's Shane tree. has a bougie tree. Our tree is, we, we were able to get a bigger tree when we moved here. Yeah. And all of like, Brittany still has a lot of her sentimental ornaments. I don't know where mine are. Oh, gosh. Like, they're in my grandparents' basement somewhere. Yeah. And I don't feel like going down there and like sifting through it. Right. So, it just meant a lot to me to start collecting ornaments with her. Yeah. Well, that. Like, the ones that I haven't felt sad about not using mine the last couple of years because we've got our own, you know, and we're creating our own Christmas traditions. And that just, it doesn't overshadow your childhood, but it just means something different. Right. That's why, like, we're cutting the podcast short the way we have because this is the, like, Halloween, we were so busy with the podcast and everything else. It was like, 
we haven't really had time to sit down and watch. We watched like we watched Halloween and Halloween Kills. Oh gosh! And then no we Nightmare watched, Before Christmas or Hocus Pocus? Uh, we we did watch Hocus Pocus. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we did watch Hocus Pocus one day, but it's like we just didn't have time to yeah. like sit and enjoy each other's company much. Mm-hmm. So and this time of the year is when it's like you want to. Nobody's coming over. Shane ain't even coming over this week. Yeah. Don't hang out. It means a lot, and that's you know it, you can you can fall into a. A kind of boring routine, I think, when you, you know, when you live with your significant other, um, where you kind of take for granted the time you spend together. Yeah. And I've realized that because Timmons is gone throughout all week most of the time. So he's only home on weekends. So I have to fit in, you know, you, it's that time that when you get in the bed and you're just watching TV and kind of talking about your day, you take it for granted. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I understand. That's why. Like with the baking, I'm going to do what I want to do, but I want, I want to go to the Alabama theater and see Christmas vacation. Exactly. And I want to do, I want to do our stuff as our little family and with our family without stress. Yeah. I've kind of learned how to do that now. You have to prioritize. Yeah. Your priorities just change. Brittany's my top priority. Mm-hmm. Like as long as I get to hang out with her and then spend a few hours with my family on Christmas, like Christmas yeah. day. Cool. But I want to spend the season with my wife. And that's how Because we be. have weird things we do together, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like, Timmons has Smashley, obviously, and that's important. And, you know, there's always time for that. But, you know, selfishly, I still love our time when it's just us, you yeah. know. So, you know, he, he plans a couple of things around the holidays just because that's a big time for bands to play. Yeah. But we, we get plenty of time with our holiday movies and... You know, that's why I'm blessed with like the work schedule I have because I get four days with Brittany. That's like, awesome. I don't have to worry about, oh, I'm going to get called in, blah, 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 and yeah. have to go to work. No, I get four days a week, every single week. Oh gosh. We've had, we've had a bunch of days in the last week, all day together. And you just, um, so I just made a job change and that's a big reason why I did it other than, you know, I'd like to make more money. Yeah. I just... I would get half day off on Wednesdays and I would leave early on Fridays usually, but um, Timmons is at home usually. So, yeah, I have that time off and I can clean house and do whatever, but I would rather acquire PTO and use it to spend with the person I love. Yeah. My PTO, well, this time of the year, we slow down mm-hmm. big time. So it's like sometimes I have to use PTO if I get my rule of thumb when I work. Yeah. Is if I get called off, because we'll have low census, not everybody can work. Right. So if I get called off more than once on the same pay period, I'll have to use my PTO. Right. But the rest of the time, I'm saving it up for Brittany and I to take like two big vacations a year. Yeah. Because we we just go. Well, and like he has a work trip to Texas every year and he's gone for a month. I'm not going to not see him for months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I go out. Usually it's been on, like, I'll fly out that Wednesday morning and then fly home Sunday. And that might not seem like a lot of time for some people, but, you know. You take what you can get. You take what you can get. And we've we've done some fun stuff out there. You know, you, you just. You went to, uh, I'm blanking on it, Jensen Family Ackles. Yeah, Jensen Ackles Brewing, Brewing Company. I'm super jealous. Oh, man, we had so much fun. That may be a road trip in my near future. Um, it's worth it. Hey, you come out whenever he's out. It's it's so much fun. We found a restaurant 
in College Station that we're obsessed with. Um, they're public. Some of the best food you will ever yeah. eat. So, I mean, we've just, we like, we ventured out to Austin this year. I think we'll probably venture out to maybe Houston next year. Just Been fine. DFW yet? I love, mm-hmm. you gotta go to the stockyards in Fort Worth. No, we didn't, because uh, he's still working that, yeah. you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He only comes home in the evening. So, we really only have Saturday to do something. Um, so, like, we, Austin was close. I'd yeah. love to go to Waco and oh, see. Yeah. I want to go to the Magnolia. I do stuff. too. Okay, no shame in it because I do too. I know, and <laughs> and that was that was on the table, but they were still doing some weird COVID stuff, and I was like, let's go to the brewery. Yeah, but we we did like the tour in downtown Austin and learned a lot and learned that it's a very crowded and hot place to be. And good food. We didn't eat in Austin. No, really? we ate the pizza at the family yeah. food company, and because they were having like a little market there that day, so we got some hot sauces. Oh, sweet! <laughs> um, so no, we didn't. I don't think we ate them. We had a really good. What is the drink that's made with sweet tea and vodka? Tom uh, Daly. Uh, John Daly. John Daly. There we go. Yeah, we drank those from a really good bar, and they he's were a professional good. golfer. Yeah, well, I know about Arnold Palmer's. Yes. So it's basically just like a spiked Arnie Palmy. Yeah. I like yeah. that. We're big on Arnold Palmer's. I love that. Arnold Palmer's. Because lemonade's too sour and sweet tea's too sweet. So mm-hmm. you got to mix them together. Perfect balance. It does. But I want to go to family business just because like, I'm a supernatural freaking stan. They... I, I would love to go to like the cons they do. Uh, but they're so freaking expensive. They are. I have a friend that's giving away or that's selling her tickets right now, like the meet and greets. The and one in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, it's expensive. She told me how much she spent, and I was like, No. I got to. I got to keep. And the house. oh well, and she also found out that um, they're having plexiglass up between you and the people during the photo shoots. That's so not, yeah. why would you pay for that? Like, I want him to hug me. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want him, like, you want mm-hmm. them to hug you. Like, they're special people. I need to hug them. Yeah. Um. So, back to the Christmas movies. <laughs> uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Shane, Juicy, and I, well, Shane and Juicy are team Christmas movie, and I'm not. I'm okay either way. I really am. Um. You know, I'm fine watching it around Christmas. Am I going to put it up there with a Christmas classic? No. No. Do I like the movie, and am I willing to watch it in the month of December? Sure. Yeah. It's like, a good movie. Yeah. I'm just, I don't care. Like, let people, if people want it to be their Christmas movie, let them be. If it makes them happy, I wish I was here so I could trigger him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll get triggered by listening. Oh, he will. Like, I just think of traditional Christmas movies. Like, I mean, you know, we were talking about a Christmas story, like, I have to watch that at least once because that's mine and my dad's movie. Oh, yeah. See, I just never had any kind of attachment to it. Maybe I need to rewatch it, like sit down and pay attention to it top to bottom because I've just never, I've never really laughed that much at it. And I've never really got that like heartwarming sensation watching it. See, I always, we always got a kick out of it because before he got older and didn't really care as much. I always said the dad, mm-hmm. that was my granddad. Yeah. Like, just freaking out about everything. And see, I think if I had some kind of connection to it, it would be different. Yeah. I just, my mom never liked it, so it was never on. Um, So, I don't know. And I don't guess Timmons really cares for it. 
don't know. What? Plus, you know how like you get to this certain age where you remember vividly in that moment what you said and what happened? Yeah. Right? Okay, so when I was like seven-ish, uh-huh. yeah, I was probably second grade or so, I got the Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> and I remember I said my first cuss word ever, and it happened on Christmas morning because I was like, because all I said was, holy shit. Uh, yeah, I was, holy shit, I'm going to shoot my eye out. <laughs> and like that movie just, yeah. like, that's mine and my dad's movie. Like, see, that's something that you, you know, that you, you keep with you. Like uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas movie. That's, yeah. That's one of those movies. Like, I would always watch that. And and probably the Claymation ones, too. My mom and I always watch those together. I will watch uh, Rudolph with my dad. Love Rudolph. A thousand percent. Uh, the Santa Claus one. Oh, the Santa Claus. We ha- Tim Allen well, should be ashamed of us. The Santa Claus movies, all three, are wonderful. I wasn't a fan of the third one. <sighs> my little sister. It came out when my... When, oh, gosh. I don't even remember how old Lexi was. So it was on repeat, and she loved it, and I think that just makes you appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, but the, the first, first one will forever be my favorite. It, it's a classic. That, like you said, that that memory that you have that you can just see. I can remember we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so I can remember sitting in a ratty recliner in a trailer in Boldo when I was like six or seven. And my grandmother and my mom bringing me a cup of just the classic Swiss Miss hot chocolate with the mini marshmallows. And they opened up an extra thing of marshmallows to put in there for me. And we watched it together. Yeah, I mean, that like I can smell being there. Yeah. So, I mean. I wish Disney would create something in Disney World with, it's just the Chris, it's only for Christmas time based around like the set of the Santa Claus. That would be awesome. Holy shit. Gosh, that would be awesome. I'm just going to propose that idea to him. You should. I want to have the special it. hot chocolate. Why do they not have yeah. her special hot chocolate? Because apparently that cocoa was banging. That cocoa, the cup alone was banging. Sell the cup. It was like a, it was like a stein. Yeah. Give me a, a Bernard. Stein. Give me a Bernard I love walking Bernard. around. Bernard. Give me we Tim all Allen. need a Bernard. What yeah. was her name? Ruth? No. What was it? It was something. I don't even. <sighs> I guess we're going to have to go home and, and watch Watch Santa it Claus. now. Time to watch it. We do watch that a lot uh, now as as grown-ups. And I love I love Tim Allen and Christmas movies. I love Tim. Like, I'm super. Christmas with the Cranks. Like, he was in it. The new Buzz Lightyear movie. I'm, yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I just need all these kids to move out the way. Yeah. Like, dear parents, please don't take your children to see that opening night. Let us have that. Let us let us millennials have this one. <laughs> this is ours. It is. We sat through some really sad Toy Story movies to get to Buzz Lightyear. I cried when I watched three. You should. Yeah. It's traumatizing. Yeah. But the Santa Claus is... It might be like number three on It's my up list. there for me. Yeah. Like I said, I have so many of those memories. And that's probably... Um, you know, I've got some some friends and family that they're not super traditional about Christmas. Yeah. And even growing up when we didn't have any money, like my mom made it an event when we did Christmas. Like it might have been a hand-me-down tree. We made our own ornaments one year out of um, uh, popsicle sticks yeah. and cotton balls and construction paper because that was all we could afford. But... Christmas morning, she woke me up, and she. There were times that she would wrap like Christmas tree cake boxes, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that would be one of my presents. But she would always make it look like I had tons of presents, even if it was very 
small things, right. but it was it was a beautiful event. I do she, think that's what makes Christmas special. It does. It's not about how much money you spent. I mean, no. she would, and I think about now some of the bigger presents that I know that she couldn't afford that she got me anyway. Yeah, you know, and that makes me emotional. Like especially when my mom first got sick, I was like eight or nine, and she had to quit working and stuff. Yeah. It was like, I know my dad's busting his ass. Mm-hmm. So I can have this Christmas present. Oh, yeah. Because after I found out the thing. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Thanks, man. Well, now that I work, and I work downtown in offices where people don't want to pay you. <laughs> Especially, yeah. you know, office jobs like that. You know, they, it, I think about the places that she worked and the money that she was making and how much she supported. Like, all that extra, even if it was just $100 that she spent on Christmas, like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So I think a hundred dollars then is about 400 now. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But it was just, even if it was the tapes, the claymation movie tapes and, you know, a new blanket, you know, it just, it was so special. Yeah. You remember those gifts you get, especially when you start remembering stuff as a kid. I still get Santa Claus presents. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Shout out. (laughs) Like now everybody's like, no, this present came from mom and dad. Yeah. Understandable. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, and, I mean, it's usually something silly. It might be a pair of socks. But, like, when I was little, like, my mom had a special place for wrapping paper. And that was just Santa's elves wrapping paper. I would never find it. And I was one of those kids. I would look for my presents anywhere. Like, I would be, like, lifting up boards in the house (laughs) trying to find my Christmas presents. And she would always do such a good job. And so I would never know. Um, So that was just, you know, North Pole wrapping paper right a vivid memory of mine is i woke up went to the bathroom as a kid would like you're just <laughs> dawdling into the restroom i guess they were putting out presents because all of a sudden i was like santa we have a breach in the in the hallway <laughs> and i know like something told me i was like i know that voice but blah, blah, blah. i'm just gonna go back to bed yeah i was like i remember that now it's, uh-huh. it's crazy like um, your parents go to the maximum for they you do. when you're a kid um, we lived in a little house downtown Jasper. I was even, oh gosh, I was, I might've been six. Um, and looking back, it did not snow. So I don't know how there were snow prints, snow footprints yeah. with snow in my living room. Sir, this is Alabama. <laughs> but I think dad had come over that morning, um, and, and put the, the little footprints. That's awesome. On the carpet. <laughs> and I never questioned it. Yeah. <laughs> never questioned it. So what's, uh, we talk about movies and music. What's your favorite Christmas meal? Like, what's the ideal? We'll close out with this one. What's the ideal Christmas meal? Um, I love roast beef at Christmas. Okay. I think, I think I get, because my family's all have done ham and turkey for Thanksgiving. So like by the time that's over, you I'm so tired month ago. of turkey and ham and dressing and all of that. Um, my stepmom makes a really good roast beef or actually sometimes it's even her mom that makes it. Um, that's why I started practicing today making it. Um, or I guess it was last Thanksgiving. I I really, like we were talking about England. I love doing a Sunday roast. I did that for Timmons one day this week. I did the roast whole chicken in the oven with carrots and onions. I did Yorkshire puddings. I did green beans and. The crispy potatoes, the way that they do them yeah. there. Um, I think that's just kind of become my favorite homey meal. So we will probably do that for Christmas. You're this like year. an au jus 
With your roast beef? Uh, with my roast beef, yes. Okay. I just like the gray. I mean, the, the drippings. Yes. Just the drippings. I don't need the packet. Like, just give me the drippings yeah. in the pan. See, I'm a big ham person. See, I'm and not. I'm a big dressing person. I, I love dressing, but I, again, we didn't have a lot of money. So, like, when mom would make dressing, she would make enough to eat for, like, two months. Yeah. And by the time you've eaten dressing every meal for two months, you just don't want it anymore. So right. now I'm like, hey, let's back up. We'll have it. We'll appreciate <laughs> it. And then we'll move on. Yeah. I love, like, I, I, it's just one of those things, like, from Christmas or Thanksgiving to Christmas, if dressing's on the table, you guess what? Get it. I'm eating. All right. And let me tell you this, though. Is, is it coming? I do not tarnish it with gravy or cranberry sauce. <gasps> no cranberry sauce? Mm. Oh, so that totally negates the question I I'm was going to I'm ask. a huge texture person. You don't like homemade cranberry sauce? No. Okay. No. Well, at least you don't eat the jellied stuff, because like, I get ready to fight people that would rather have canned cranberry sauce than my homemade cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah, I don't, li- I don't like it. Oh, man. Give me ham dressing just dry dressing yeah okay well okay let me i'm gonna shout out my mama-in-law because her dressing it's is banging dry. and it's never dry I, she I, makes my favorite potato salad i've ever had too Ooh, tell me about it oh, it's just it's mustard based it's, you gotta have mustard it's not like super, super creamy mayo-y. yeah nope hers is mustard based and when it comes out of the oven I'm standing there waiting on her to be like, you can eat it now. <laughs> um, it's so good. My best friend Blake, his wife makes probably my favorite potatoes. His wife, Heather, and my best friend, Heather, I, ironically, um, she puts uh, chopped up green onion in hers instead of like raw white onion. Yeah. And I think that's the game changer because you're not getting too much of that strong, you know, onion yeah. flavor. And you got to have lots of pickle. Oh, whatever. Whatever Linda Whatever does, she does, it's it's on. She point. just got to keep doing it. Yeah, and we even like froze. She made like an extra batch of dressing, and we froze it. Yeah, man, I was happy to pull it back out. I just love food. My, yeah, uh, I had to have surgery for my birthday this this past year. That's and, sad. Well, it was, it was like the week out, but I was quarantined because of COVID. Once you tested for it, you had to quarantine until the date of your surgery. So that happened to fall on my birthday. So uh, my Blake's wife, Heather, she ended up bringing me my potato salad and macaroni and cheese and baked beans. And then Matt smoked me a butt. And so I didn't have to cook. Yeah. So I had food for before and after my surgery. And it was probably the best meal I've ever had. (laughs) Food. Food. We come back to it every time. Every time. You can tell by looking at me that I'm going (laughs) to eat my food. So I... November and December is where I'm like, I'm still going to work my butt off yeah. in the gym now that I'm back in there, but I'm still going to eat a lot. Yeah. And I, and I do skip over a lot of things I want. Yep. Like, give cheese. me, give me my green beans mm-hmm. for sure. Green Brittany, Brittany's green beans are the best. I don't know. It's like soy sauce, bacon uh-huh. tops, stuff like that. So good. You got to. She has to make it all the time. Um, my granddad loves it. See, I think what helps me out is because I cook so much. By the time you've been in the kitchen all day and you sit down, you don't want to freaking eat it. Yeah. You're tired. Right. You just want to take a nap. 
maybe have a glass of wine if you're feeling froggy. Yeah. <laughs> Something to attribute to nap time. Yeah. But I don't know, like I'm not I like the basic meals, I guess. Yeah. I don't think overthink it. I love deviled eggs. Oh, I love deviled eggs. Um, and those are also they have to be mustardy for yes. me to really love Thank them. You. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not like a mayonnaise based person. I like I want some mayonnaise in it. You do have to have some mayonnaise. Right. But um but yeah, I want that tart, briny, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever Next time you go to Pigeon Forge or Oodawa, Tennessee, okay. go to the local goat. Okay. Deep fried deviled eggs. Ooh, I, why don't I just make some? Do that too. <laughs> uh, I saw. Uh, I want to deep fry olives. I'm. Not, I hate olives. Oh gosh. Yeah, I hate I olives. I really love olives. <laughs> I eat a lot of olives in my house. Um, but yeah, I saw a really cool salad and it had deep fried olives, and I was like. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I hate olives. I live in Alabama. Why have I never deep fried olives? Deep fried everything else up yeah, to this right? point. <laughs> but, uh, so one last thing. What does Christmas mean to you, like, as a person? Christmas means family. I mean, that just, it just comes down. And it always, it's always going to loop back around, you know, my best memories from my great grandparents to my grandparents to my mom and my dad and, you know, when dad got married and had, you know, my little sisters and watching them and now being so welcomed into Tim's family, um, you know, Molly's the older sister I never had. His mom's basically adopted me and, you know, I mean, they, they are so family oriented and I'm family oriented. So it's just, it's just meant so much to have more family. So, I mean, and friends, friends that become family. Yeah. Because I mean, I can't wait to see my godson's, you know, second Christmas. He was just so little last year, but now he's going to get to actually open presents. And, you know, it's just it's just all those little moments that yeah. add up. See, family is the biggest thing because now I've reached the age where it's like they start leaving us and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well. You want to get your time in. I'm going to take make sure this Christmas is special. Yeah. And, and every every holiday, every every chance you get, I think COVID really, really brought it back. Like, yeah. I, you know, not being able to be with my family made it. You know, it's gonna make this year a little sweeter. Yeah. Um. So I think I think all of that, you know, and like we said, life's hard. You gotta find those moments. Right. You gotta you gotta make those moments because they're not gonna wait for you. Yeah. You gotta make them. So like Shane and Cortland, like especially now that they live six minutes away. That's, that's your family. That's my family. And I have, you know, we've got people in our life that, yeah, they're not blood related, but that's, those are the people that we spend our days with. Yeah. Those are the people that are there and that we are there for and, you know, that we talk to every day or maybe we talk to once a month, but it's, it's those people that, you know, we do life with and we will hopefully always do life with. I came to the realization after I was married, like when Brittany and I got married, beer <laughs> i came to the realization like after Brittany and i got married it was like you know what i loved christmas as a kid and i hated it as a young adult not young, yeah young adult not yeah. an adult no but now it's like i look forward to the entire month of december with her because she made she made me appreciate it again and oh. because after my grandmother died i think that's when I really lost my Christmas spirit because my grandmother made Christmas mm-hmm. like the biggest deal of deals. 
And you, you know how like, people get older? <sighs> you're not 17 having 20 kids right. by the time you're 30 anymore. So, like, cousin you lines are thinning that. out. Cousin lines thin out, and you're not getting together for all these big things at grandma's house anymore. And it was my great-grandparents for me, but, like, we had my grandmother's um, family and then my grandfather's family. So, those were my great-grandparents, and we went. And it was hectic. But yeah. we those were every single holiday and it was it was crowds of fifty people yeah. that were crowded into these small, you know, modest homes, but they were just filled with love and laughter and all the things that mean something. And when they passed away, we lost so much of that. Yeah. Um now I will say I'm very grateful that like my mom and grandmother and stepdad a lot of times they'll come to my dad's house for Christmas dinner and they'll, my family's, I get to watch them merge and it's, right. it's a, it's a wonderful thing that I've always been grateful for. But, um, but yeah, it, it, we don't do it like we used to and we should. Yeah. Like from kind of died off in teenage. Well, no, not, I'll probably say towards the end of high school for yeah. me, uh, every Christmas morning, we were at my grandmother's house. She lived, you know where Bama Dragway is? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know the big hill with the driveway leading up to it? Yeah. Okay, that's my family's property. Okay. So every Christmas afternoon-ish was spent up on top of that hill with all my cousins. I'm sure you know a few of my cousins. I'm not going <laughs> to use their names. But that was like, I think back to that and I miss it. Oh, yeah. Because like I'll, see, I'll still see my cousins out in town over here sometimes. I'm like. I hate that we're not as close as. Oh, and I'm be. not as close to mine as um, as I should be, and I and I hate that, and I don't know why that is, and I think it's just because life's busy. Yeah. And when you lose your glue, it's really hard for you to figure out a way to create it again. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I've always said like, I always want to make it a point, especially when we all start having kids again, to mm-hmm. find a way. Yeah. Because we still do like a Christmas reunion, mm-hmm. but it's not Christmas at my walls over no. there in Argo. And I think, um, you know, we don't have kids, and I, I don't think that's in the cards for us. But we, like, that's why I think my little sisters and his nieces and nephew, like, that's why they're such a huge part. And now our godson that's so beautiful. We just had his first birthday this past weekend. Like, it's so much fun to put your time and energy yeah. into making those memories with them. Jackson's and- Christmas is like... After Brittany, I'm worried about Jackson's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like, watching him open presents, do I, do I bitch about having to wake up at 6.30 because he's going to wake up early? Probably. Of course. But at the same time, it's like seeing him happy and stuff. That's what I'm it's like, all about. Yeah. That's why, like, I didn't want to wake up after three hours to go watch the girls open their presents and drive to Parrish. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was driving from Thatch to Parrish. Oh, <laughs> that's, God. That's a that's long a, way. That's a trek at... 5 30 6 o'clock in the morning that's the jasper's a trick it is it is <laughs> i try not to think about it but it is but it's it's so worth it yeah it's it's so worth in the it. end like i said i used to look as like okay 25th over back to the 26th normal life now you hold on to it a little longer yeah you stretch it out till new year's you enjoy having wrapping paper finding it under your couch for three days yeah <laughs> can't wait till trash runs on wednesdays because <laughs> It, we're full. Yep. You know, yep. that's, I, I appreciate it more now. And, and that's, that's, that's why I brought you on because I knew like you would be like a Grinch, like, oh, Christmas sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I absolutely love it. And I know it annoys a lot of people, but 
No, you love what uh, you love. People I, probably get tired of hearing me talking about golf. Well, and that's, I've always kind of been that way. I guess because I've always been nerdy, so I've always, like, whatever I pick, whether it's Doctor Who or Supernatural or Star Wars or reading books or watching movies or, you know, baking, I don't know how to do things just a little bit. No. I guess that's why I've embraced being a Braves fan and know <laughs> way more about it, because I don't do things halfway. Yeah. So, I mean, Christmas was never going to get done halfway. That's the good thing about our generation. Our generation is... We don't do anything halfway. No, and we've normalized being passionate about things, yeah. even if it's not your status quo, you know, style. I mean, we, we've normalized being nerdy. We've normalized, you know, if you want to be obsessed with sports, you know, we don't judge you because you don't play sports. We normalize hard work again. We I feel like it kind of gets yeah. lost in the current generations, but you got to bust your tail. But I think they'll find, I, I do see the good things about the younger generations. Yeah. I do see the things that they're doing and I do see I see the good that, you know, that girls are doing for women. I mean, I I do see the little things that hopefully one day the the boomers for lack of a better <laughs> term will see about us, you know. Oh, we're going to be old and grumpy in like 15 years, so You're not already old and grumpy? <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> I am very grumpy. Uh, I have to remind myself when, when I'm watching these kids on TikTok, or these 12-year-olds that look older than me. Yes. That uh, we, we went to Jasper's. We'll close up. We'll close out after this. <laughs> we went to Jasper's homecoming parade, and I was like, we didn't look like this in high school. Uh, The homecoming dance? And I love my niece, and she looked gorgeous, but oh my gosh, she looked like she was ready to go to college. Yeah. <sighs> Something oh in the gosh. gene pool has gotten <laughs> weird. The antibiotics or something. I don't be. know. I don't know. All I, I didn't look like that. I was awkward as hell in middle school. <laughs> yep, me too. Me Still too. awkward as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's something. These kids these days, it's different. It's got to be the TikTok. Like the 14 and 15. Like, Man. Boys and girls, like they look older know. than I do. I think the boys are looking younger. Because I'll see boys driving down the road and think, there is no way you can legally drive. <laughs> and then I'll see girls and think, you've got to be at least 22 years old. You're working on your law degree right now, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Jess, I, I do appreciate you coming on and talking about some Christmas love. Yeah, always. Always about the Christmas love. If there's one positive message we're going to close out with, what oh, is gosh, it? Oh, gosh. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Here, yep. I, I told you it'd be easy, but... Now I'm going to drop some heat. <laughs> it's been a rough couple of years. Just, you know, if you can tell the person you love that you love them, just tell them. Yeah. Even if you don't like them, just tell them. Life is short. Life is so short. Very short. You just don't realize it. I think you grow up and you think that you're immortal. <laughs> I mean, you do. You kind of, you don't think anything can touch you. And then you get older and things start creeping in. And then you get to our age and it's like, life's precious. Yeah. You've got to, you know, do what you love, be with the people you love, and just be happy. That's right. Well, Jess, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Thank you. Next time, I'm going to bring Timmons in here, too. Okay. We'll let him next and time. Then Shane will be here. Yes. And we'll just sit back and let them talk about Braves. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about more Christmas. <laughs> we'll eat Pop-Tarts. Oh, I will make Pop-Tarts okay. next time. <laughs> but, uh, folks... This has been Jess Martin. She is the one where Jess bakes. First off, tell us everywhere your socials are so people oh can go find you. Facebook, Instagram, 
I think I might have a Twitter, but I am not a tweeter. Twitter's kind of... Yeah, like, Tim still uses Twitter because he's an old man, but, like, I just don't... I don't tweet. I don't TikTok. Pretty much just Facebook or Instagram. And if you think of something and you want me to do it, just message me. So where can they find those at? Oh, the one where just base. Okay, simple as that. Simple, easy peasy. (laughs) Uh, Folks, I'm Drake Piven. Shane had to dip out. Merry Christmas, first off. We'll see y'all next time on the finale. But love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. Go get some of Jess's fudge because it's banging. And we'll see y'all next time on Pass the Jar.